1: Welcome back to Buff Hub, everyone. My name is Steve Vega, host of the Buff Hub podcast on Buffalo Rumblings. Guys, I am so excited for the Buffalo Bills to finally get the draft going here. You'll be hearing this in the midst of the second round. Um, the Bills most likely will be, be picking uh, their second choice in the draft or trading <laughs> up for it, uh, depending on what happens in Uh, you know, Brandon Bean's been very cryptic and no and behold, the Buffalo Bills went tight end in the first round. Now, if you're a loyal listener, uh, many of you are, I spoke about this particular position. It's going to be a short podcast. Um, I know you guys are amped up to see what happens in the next couple of rounds throughout this weekend. So I just want to give my take on number one, uh, I'm not saying that I was 100% right, but damn, I was damn near close. Uh, I knew the Bills were going to go tight end in the first round. And um, look, it was my mock draft. Um, I had the wide receivers going late, but not late enough. I had uh, the quarterbacks going, and I did not believe Will Levi was, or Levis, I don't know, whatever you want to call him. I don't care. I think about the jeans when I think about him. Uh, I feel really bad for him. Uh, obviously, we're all fans uh, deep down for the University of Kentucky because of Stevie Johnson and what he brought to our franchise and reinvigorating our, um, you know, our, our morale and love for the team in such a time where it was abysmal and um, interesting, interesting storylines, to say the least, you know, the Eagles obviously trading up, uh, you know, and everyone has their eyes on, OK, so who gets better, who gets closer to Kansas City, it's it's literally that. Um, look, when you look at Michael Mayer and you look at Kincaid, it was really hard for me to distinguish. I, I went with Michael Mayer that I thought the Bills were actually going to go with in the first round. Uh, I think it might have been scheme fit. It might have been what they believe they can get out at on a consistent basis with their scheme. But again, I, I've been preaching about this for the last couple of years. I just have no idea... What the Bills, you know, what their plan was at, you know, being able to build that double tight end set. I don't know what they saw in OJ Howard in free agency and then just quickly decided to move on from him and trust Tommy Sweeney and Dawson Knox. It's, it was puzzling to me. Maybe he just didn't have the factor they actually expected. And so you get a guy that a lot of people are saying Colin, Colin Coward is saying, Skip Bayless is saying, this is a guy who gives you that it factor at the tight end position and Buffalo was ranked literally, and I think it was 31st or 32nd in the league at, you know, in uh, yards from that position group. Um, Guys, I mean, this is what I've been talking about and I've been preaching about for the Buffalo bills to do. You talk about staying true to their identity. They would, because what that gives you the opportunity to do with a double tight end set is, you know, you're able to run the single back formation. That's when you have one running back and you have two tight ends right with your offensive lineman. And then on the outside, you have two receivers. You you pose a strong threat, especially once James cook, which I believe he will be cooking this year. Just, I think he's going to start popping off. Once these weapons start to really start, they start to fit the formula. Um, the bills are going to become very tridimensional in their approach using the tight ends, receivers and running back. Um, and, you know, the ace in the deck is obviously Josh Allen. Everyone knows that. We all believe that. Now, the fact with this, it's it's all going to come down to, you know, how they decide to utilize him. Bruce has been talking about this, um, you know, on Twitter. And if you follow him, and obviously I know many of you do, listening to his podcast as well on this channel. He said something that, you know, resonated. It's like, great, you got a great player. But how are you going to use him? How much are you going to use him? right? How many touches is he going to get? And you, you look at what the Bills have prioritized, and they've absolutely prioritized just chucking the ball to their main guy, obviously Stephon Diggs, and everyone else just gets kind of the table scraps throughout the season. It looks that way, but it's because it has to be that way. I don't. I don't think it's by design. I think it's by who's getting open and who's being productive. And, um, Dawson Knox, in my opinion, is still a stud. You bring in a guy like this, (laughs) this is what I've been talking about. I mean, I would love to see a triple back situation where you look at, I'm not, you know, triple option, but I, I feel like it would be very different, very different. Um, a triple pistol option, excuse me, with having two tight ends and running back and then two wide receivers on the outside. Josh Allen is not Lamar Jackson. We know that, but his arm, his accuracy, and you know how much he's developed this touch is so much more of a threat than Lamar Jackson poses um, at the quarterback position. So when you bring in a guy um, like Kincaid into the fold here, you saw the game he had against USC. He literally took over the game, over 200 yards and over 15 receptions. I mean, it, you you just those are those are games that show you in it factor when it mattered, when when you need a guy to show up and show out. He does. And there you go. And I posted a poll um like I said this is going to be a pretty short podcast here. I know a lot of us are getting back to you know Twitter and everything we're doing. I just want to give my take real quick on what's happening in the draft here. Um look, I a lot of you are still interested in you know Saquon Barkley and Hopkins. I put a poll out Um, asking who you trade for 71% of you still say Deandre Hopkins, 29% of you say Saquon Barkley. Um, and we're past the point of no return here. Bijan Robinson is gone. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's, there was a lot of buzz about what he was going to be able to bring to the table. I mean, he just went so high up in the draft and more power to him. I think he's, I think he's going to be great in the NFL. A lot of respect for him. Um, my main thing here is looking at the Bills' identity going forward. I think they have to start. Like I know, it's like we we've been back and forth on this on this podcast, and just run Josh Allen. You know the the play designs. You know they're great and they're electrifying and they pose you know great um, you know uh great difficulty for the defense to defend. But you know once Allen's off the field, it's you know you're you're everything's. Done. Your, your game plan's over. You have to protect him. You have to figure out how to formulate a game plan that can evolve. And I think that's where the Bills are at now. How do you evolve? This is how you evolve. The double tight end set, getting the running game going, getting play action. Buffalo is, I believe, from the last stat I wrote, I, I read, they are number one in the last couple of years in u- utilizing the play action in their game plan. So if, if I'm Buffalo, I'm looking at this situation like, look. We got to get this going and get it going fast. You look at what the last couple of teams that have made it to the Super Bowl had. It was that option to, you know, toss the ball up when you're in trouble to your old reliable tight end. And you know, I, I think it's 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 tough to um, get that old reliable guy when your run game isn't going right. So hear me out here. I think what the Bills are trying to do is build that tight end room to a point where they become more involved. They become way bigger of a factor going down the stretch, um, you know, towards the playoffs. And you see what happens when, you know, you get your running game going, your tight end gets single coverage and he's bigger, right? than your safeties and he's faster than the linebackers. So this is where the rubber meets the road here. This is, you're talking about the bills getting to a super bowl this is it. If he can become that missing piece, whoever else comes in, whether if it's OBJ, DeAndre Hopkins, um, you name it, <laughs> um, they're just going to benefit off of that, right? You saw what happened years back with the Patriots, just terrorizing the division with Aaron Hernandez and um, and Rob Gronkowski. We see, we saw it for years, and Ben Watson. I mean, they, they've. Always had double tight end sets that really set up their offense well. Even right now, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. I don't know if Johnny Smith still plays in the Pats. I gotta double check, but I mean he's been kind of a a lost number there. I believe he just I believe he still does. Whatever. But fact is, Patriots have always had double tight end sets in their game plan to get the running game going, get play action rolling, get better protection. Um, you know, for your quarterback and, you know, get your playmakers involved. You saw what happened when those two guys, you know, back in the day for the New England Patriots got rolling. Then you had a deal with Randy Moss. This is what we're talking about. You want to make Stephon Diggs, Randy Moss. You want to make Gabe Davis, Dion Branch. Then they just start to feast and have a great time on the field. And we start to win games. But more importantly, you start to win hardware all-encompassing game plan comes to that because it's true when you look at the uh effects as in your team it it takes a lot of pressure off your defense number one which if we're gonna you want to look back at the defensive side of the football last year they did everything they could and they bended and they broke (laughs) that's basically what happened because the offense could not get more creative they were they became (laughs) To Josh Allen-centric, the run game couldn't get going. That's just what it all came down to, and that will result in injuries. That will result in heartbreak because, you know, there's only so much a defense can do, if how great they are, to keep you in the game. It's very rare you get a legion of boom. It's very rare you get the steel curtain. It's very rare you get the, you know, the bears of, of old. So now I'm looking at the Bills going into this year. You're healthy. You got weapons. The rest of this draft is going to say a lot how desperate they get. I hope they don't get desperate. Um, I wonder what kind of, I wonder what kind of compensation though, the Arizona Cardinals will still want for DeAndre Hopkins. That's a big question. So we're going into, you know, this weekend and um, there's going to be a lot of things to talk about. It's funny. I I, knock on wood, not even for good luck, right? I don't even know. What do I knock on metal? (laughs) So, you know, getting back a little bit to the Kincaid pick. Look, if you look at what derailed Josh Allen's race to the MVP, it's very simple. It was the red zone ints all season long that you were just nervous about, and it just, it just, it just creeped up, and it just bit him in such key moments. Um, and I think getting this rolling where you can have a guy, even if you're not running a double tight end set, you can keep shuffling Knox and Kincaid out. Um, for offensive weapons and you know just you know spreading the field—that's what you want and you need that desperately against um, really speedy guys in the red zone. Well, if they're speedy, they're, if they're not bigger than you, you can still catch in front of them. You can still catch above them. We've seen Travis Kelsey do that multiple times. So, um, guys, that those are all my points. I didn't want to get too crazy. We got a lot to cover on this channel. Thank you guys so much for listening on Buff Up a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. To all the military first responders out there, thank you for all you do for our country and our communities. Um, Guys, stay united out there. Um, Stay safe out there. Enjoy the draft. Go Bills.
0: Learn more today at sas.com slash viya.